Hi there. All right. There. That's working. Now it's working. Have you noticed anything different so far about the show? Exactly. Are you listening with headphones? Are you? Are you? (laughs) Well. Well. (laughs) See, this is what's interesting. We are now in stereo. Take out one of the headphones. And take out the left headphone, (laughs) because that's the one that Ryan's in. Uh, Hello, put me back in! Put me back in! Well, when you talk that loudly, my mic picks you up. We don't have isolation booths. Ooh. Like, that's, that's smart. That's what we need next. Is, we need a Cones of Silence. Sure, and we need them to work as well as they did in the movie Cones Gets Mar- of Silence or Cone of Silences? I, I Neither. I think it's Cone of Silence. But what if you have more than one? Then it would be Cones of Silence. It's not Cone of... It's, so it's not... Cone of Silence is not the title. Uh, no, I think it... Cones. I think of silence is a prepositional phrase, a, a modifier, But they, But they're, it's capitalized. Yes, that's true, but I still think it's Cones of Silence. What about Man of War? Uh, what if you had more than one Man of War? Then it's Men of War. <laughs> isn't that a, isn't that a a jellyfish? A Men of War? Yeah, Man of War. I don't know. There was a, a, a famous racing horse named Man O War. O apostrophe. So war. what if you had two of them? Uh, two racing horses. Two racing horses named Man of War. Then that's how I would say it. Two racing horses named Man of War. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You wouldn't say I have here are my Man of Wars. Uh, no, I, who would I say that to? You're, Somebody you're, visiting the stable? No, Look, here are my man of wars. Racing buddies. My racing buddies. You and I have to go bet on the ponies. That's you tell me this. You've told me this before. I think we should do that. Do I think you? that might be fun. Oh well, we'll we, see. We have a, we like gambling. Have we said that this is episode thirty? Wow, that's a round number thirty. A nice, nice, uh, nice round divisible by ten. Also divisible by six and three. And two. And five. And fifteen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See? Did we say indivisible by thirty? Uh, no, and thirty. And thirty. So that's all of them. Uh, that's all of them. Wait, one. And one. Now and, that's all and, of them. And seven. <laughs> also seven. But only on the right side. Uh, so we're going to, not only are we going to be in stereo for this episode, but we're doing a couple of things we've never done before. Uh, we're doing an interview, which we have done before, right. but we are initiating the call. We are. We've never done that before. That's A. That's uh, we've never done. Also, we are... Uh, what else are we doing? I don't know. You said we are doing two things. I did? What was the second thing? I don't know. I, I think I the was, second thing is we're not going to talk about clues and answers. Well... No, we're not. No, well, no we're No, we're not. I, zip, zip. <laughs> All right, all right doctor. Nah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, don't 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 start with that. We we've heard from a number of people that when we recap the puzzles, that people are bored by that. Exactly. In fact, we've heard from some people that they turn off the show when we talk now, about the, the puzzles. Who, now those people are people who listen to the show but don't actually do crosswords. Some of them, and by some I mean one of them. Well, who is another person who actually does the crosswords but shuts off the show after we start talking about the crosswords? I do. All right. Well, that's, yeah, that's so. That's two of us. That's two. Yeah. Two. All right. So we're 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 the show is evolving. It is. We're we're not really sure what we're doing, but until anybody actually starts to listen to us, we don't really care what happens. Right. But your feedback is very helpful. Which one of those words did you not actually mean? Very or helpful? Uh, I meant both of them. I just really? didn't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I'm so glad we use a script for this show. We spend a whole week writing the script. What page then, are we on? Yeah, so far, I don't think you have the most recent copy. <laughs> so, do you, should, you have the, I see you have the phone in your hand. I have hand. the phone in my I hand. you're about to initiate the call. Did we say so, who we're talking to, or was that going to be a surprise? I'm, it's making a lot of beeping noises. Uh-oh. I, I'm actually doing that. Oh. Oh. Uh, Oh, see? <laughs> I've played around too much, and look what happened. All right, I've got to start over again. All right. I'm going to hold this your, speaker like? your conducting wand. I'm going to use this speaker, I think. This is a baton. All right, here's here's how this is going to work. <laughs> so, you feel this is more interesting than talking about the crosswords. You futzing around with the phone. Moderately more interesting. <laughs> well, the phone is ringing. Is that as loud as it gets? Yeah. All right, the phone, that's two rings. That is two. Hello? Uh, hello, this is Brian Simmet calling. And Hi, Brian. This is Ryan Hecht. 
Hi, Ryan. Now, you're going to have to tell us who you are because we have not yet said your name. Oh, uh, this is Andrea Carla Michaels. Well, hi there, Andrea. Eisenberg, and I don't rhyme with either of your names. <laughs> no? Oh, well. <laughs> I was thinking of going as Andrian tonight. And What? what? <laughs> Start over and explain that? I, I don't understand. Well, for Brian and Ryan, and then I could be Andrian. Oh, oh, of course, of course. It, it, we, see, you're way too quick-witted for we us. Can, we can already tell you're smarter than the both of us <laughs> yeah, put together. clearly. Now, I don't know if in our current setup you can hear me or Ryan or either of us at all. I hear you really clearly and Ryan less so. All right, then uh, I'm going to... I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I think I'm going to relocate myself All right. so I'm a little closer to Ryan. Can, can, okay. you, hear, can you hear me now? I can hear you now, but I'll, I'll have to just listen really closely. Or not. I mean, it is Ryan we're talking about, so... Now, where, where, where are you? I live in San Francisco. You live in San Francisco. My, my, uh, my brother lives in San Francisco. Oh, where? Uh, in, the, in the sunset, the inner sunset. Okay, and I'm, I'm over on Knob Hill. Oh, Knob Hill, that's very nice. So not too far. I mean, it's, you know, it's all relative. Have you ever been to San Tung? Uh, San Tung, the... the uh, Chinese restaurant? Yes, the Chinese restaurant. On, like, 24th or something? Yes! Yes! Oh, my God! It's delicious, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But I went with Chinese people, and they made me eat chicken feet and oh. um, things I was not prepared for. <laughs> it's my favorite Chinese restaurant of all time. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's an amazing place. I'll have to get the chicken feet next time I'm there. <laughs> I, I don't, and they were live. Yeah. They were live chicken feet, so... Did, was the rest of the chicken attached? It was just added to the whole misery. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, this, this all sounds quite dreadful. I'm so glad you love this restaurant, Ryan. <laughs> I do. Uh, I've never had the vegetarian chicken feet, though. Yeah. No, it, it, it is a, it's a, a phenomenal place. It is. And, and that's the area where he lives? He's yeah, there. He, he lives like three blocks from there. Does okay. he does he listen to this show? Should we give no, him a no, shout out? No, my brother does not listen to this. Hey, show. Ryan's brother. What's his name? Jonathan. John, Jonathan. Jonathan. Okay. So, how are you, Andrea? Um, everything's good. I I um I'm pleased as punch that you've included me uh, in on your your podcast. Well, you're very you're very welcome. We enjoy your puzzles and and looking at your your website, uh, you seem to be very interesting. <laughs> and I, and I mean that in, in a very good way. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you in a good way. Well, I I think what are you getting at the naming things? Yeah, I'm just going to jump straight to that. The naming things, like what what is that naming things? Well, that's what I do for a living. I mean, if I had was paid properly for puzzles, I would only do puzzles. Uh But I I name companies and products. So if Pepsi needs a new drink, or if uh, if there's a little startup company here. I, I think of the name. Can you give us some examples, or is that top secret? Yeah, no. Well, um, I named uh, the... There was a video dating company that I named Tango. Have you heard of them? Uh, I'm out of the video dating yeah, business. we're both, we're, we're okay. both married, so... <laughs> That's right, you're both, like, happily married. They, I named... Uh, when People Express, the old airline, came back into being, uh-huh. um, I named them Vanguard. Okay. Um, I think they're out of business again, or I know they're out of business again, I, and I hope not because of the name. <laughs> I'm sure it's not because of the name. And, and how, I mean, how, A, how did you get into this, and B, like, Vanguard, why Why would you, how did you come up with that? Well, I gave them a list of about 100 names, but um, I wanted something, you know what Vanguard means? No, actually, I don't. I don't think I do either. The Vanguard in the, in the Army um, is the first one out there. They're the avant-garde, you know, the, oh. the advanced guard. I guess it's probably where it's from originally. And so um, I wanted to give them, like, a nice, solid name and, you know, the ones that are first out there that are cutting edge, that are, uh, it sounded like, an airline, and then the V could be sort of like wings. Um, wow. Well, so so the process of the naming then involves like imagining logos and marketing plans and things like that too. Yes, but I just do the tail end or the beginning end, depending on how you look at it. I, I'm just interested in in 
the creating of the name part. The words are my entire life. I guess that's the tie-in with puzzles. Uh-huh. Um, I do nothing but play with words all day. Um, so I'm a namer by uh, trade. <laughs> um, and I do mean trade. I tend to barter most things. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I am a terrible business person and I'm kind of an old hippie and I just want everything to have a beautiful name and <laughs> love languages and words. And <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Uh, uh, that sounds like a wonderful way to make a living. And and you're also uh, a writer? Yeah, I was, um, I spent my uh, ill-spent youth as a, as a stand-up comic and then started writing for game shows, actually, and then from there for sitcoms, for designing women. Um, and then I, I sort of hated L.A., <laughs> so I moved uh, back up to San Francisco to just sit in my own little world and make puzzles and games, and uh, I fell into the naming here. Wow. This is fascinating. This is, you're the most fascinating person I've ever talked to in my life. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> no, I have had, actually, I have had an interesting uh, life, and I, I'm, I'm happy about that, and it's, it's, it makes it um, really nice for me to be acknowledged um, in, now in the, in, the, in the puzzle world, I, because I, I was mostly a solver, and then I would have these ideas, uh, and I would send them to Will, and then they were put into puzzles. And actually, of all the things I do, that's the thing I'm most proud of. Oh, well, great. Well, right. Now, how, how many times did you, you know, design a puzzle or something and send it to Will and, and not get it in? Or did you get in on the very first try? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I knew Will back in the day, um, again, about 20, 25 years ago, um, I made a lot of word game puzzles for games magazine oh sure and, okay and will was an editor there and peter gordon uh-huh. was sure. there he was all of probably 20 years old <laughs> um or maybe 22 and i was probably about 27 28 then and um i freelanced so we all sort of knew each other and then merle regal lived out here and i knew him in la and so um i don't know i made puzzles for a uh, TV guide for years and years and years. Sure. And, um, and then, but I only solved the New York Times puzzles. I don't, you know, I don't, I have to be honest, I don't remember. I think the first time I ever did, it was accepted because um, I had this idea about an earthquake, um, a puzzle where uh, San Andreas Fault would go through the middle. Right. I actually then, did that one earlier uh, today. Pardon me? I did that one earlier today as, as research. Yes, I did too, as a warm-up to this phone call. Well, the sad part is, online, it didn't show... It was earthquake above and aftershock below. Uh-huh. And the genesis of that puzzle was that TV Guide never gave me a byline. And <laughs> I would always say to them, you know, we were paid all of like 75 bucks. Uh-huh. And they didn't care if it had a theme. You know, I'd try and work in all the members of the Brady Bunch or whatever. They they just didn't care. And I used to say, keep the $75, put my name on it. Uh-huh. Because they had like 17 million readers right. or something. So they wouldn't. So I would sneak into every puzzle the streets of blank Francisco. Uh-huh. Um, that was so that friends would know that was my puzzle. Oh, okay. So... So then I had this idea about having the, the, the word Andrea in the middle. Well, A, I live here, so San Andreas is false. So I wrote to Will, I said, I have this idea for a puzzle, and what I'd like is for there to be a tear going down the middle of it, as though an earthquake has gone through the puzzle. Uh-huh. And, um, and then what happened was, um, in the newspaper version, what he did was he moved a couple of the the squares in the center up, like a quarter of a square, uh-huh. and a couple down, and then others up, so that, you know, it, it looked like something was moving through the puzzle. Uh-huh. But in the paper version, people thought 
something was wrong with the puzzle uh-huh. and didn't do it. And then the online version, and it was just starting online, I think this was in the year 2000, um, the, the tear or the movement, he couldn't technically do that online. So then it, it loses all its I have to say, this, this, I'm, I'm so thrilled to hear this explanation, because I did this puzzle, and I, I saw it was a Monday puzzle, and I thought, well, okay, Earthquake, San Andreas, Fault, Aftershock, and I just, I saw Andrea in the middle and thought, okay, sneaky way to stick your name in it, but it sure didn't seem like it was thematically all that, I don't know, all, all that together. I, I, it, I didn't get it. I didn't get what the, what the gimmicky nature of it was. Uh-huh. And the fact that there was supposed to be some kind of a graphic layout to it just makes the whole thing clear now. Yeah, what happened was I actually got a spam letter from Manny Nozowski <laughs> saying, wow, you literally thought outside the box. I mean, uh-huh. it was, at the time, people weren't doing them online. I right. don't, I don't, I'm a total Luddite, you know, 83 years behind, seven <laughs> technologies behind everybody. So it, it never even occurred to me um, that it would be online and that that would be lost. See, to me, I had just envisioned this thing where you you get this, this puzzle that kind of looks destroyed, and then you do it and you realize, oh, that's because it was an earthquake shook it up. Uh-huh. And here, this part is earthquake, and this is the little aftershock. Um, ah. But you know, that's that's the uh, too clever by now. Uh, it's so much. Where, it, it, you know, you do something and somebody goes, "Why do you have the word gassy in your puzzle?" You know, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's um, it's so much cooler now with Monday one. It's so much cooler with your explanation than than I thought it was. Uh, I'm so glad to hear this yes. explanation. Very much, much cooler. And well, that's why I love the blog so much because until. Um, Rex, am I allowed to say Rex? On oh, your, yes, go ahead. <laughs> on your podcast? Oh, sure, sure, we don't mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I, I was oblivious that there was this whole other world going on, because as I said, I, I, I'm not a computer person. Uh-huh. And somebody sent me a link saying, you know, your puzzles are being discussed online. And I was like, oh, really? You know, <laughs> and then there was this whole another world, and I... I think because of Ryan's blog and um, and Orange and Rex that now um, attention is being paid and so people are trying to be more clever and more this and more that and I think it's the best thing that's ever happened ever. <laughs> best thing ever. Well, you you're you're a puzzler and a word person and so sure, I, popularity of that is great. And, and are crosswords your favorite the f- your favorite puzzles that you create, or, or are there others um, that you like more, acrostics or? Acrostics are my favorite to solve. Uh-huh. I, I live for the once every four weeks or whatever it is that there's an acrostic below the Sunday right. uh-huh. puzzle. You know, I grew up just doing, I grew up in Minneapolis, but uh, my parents are New Yorkers, so we got the New York Times. And so that was a real bonding thing between my father and I. I mean, I would literally sit on his lap and do the puzzle with him. And, you know, it never, at a certain point, it became um, less interesting to me to solve than to put my own words in. I think Uh I started because I I was making a a present for my friend Hannah um, for her birthday, and I put, happy birthday across the middle of an empty grid uh-huh. and somebody else's grid and then put Hannah in one corner and put leader in the other and, and then like piece by piece tried to fill it in because you can't be wrong when you're making your own puzzle right um, and uh, I think that's how I started it was just it was it was more interesting to make one um, because it's it's the same. I mean, it's a different sort of challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm not into, well, that's probably why I'm a Monday person. I'm not as into puns as I am to filling things in and having them all come together in a in a beautiful way. And and as a self-professed uh, Luddite, do, do you create these by hand or do you use yes. the, you do create them by <laughs> hand? 
<laughs> yeah, well, I what I did was I saved other people's grids. Uh-huh. I saved, I started solving, I solved like Thursday, Wednesday through Saturday, say. Um, and, well, now I solve every day of the week because now I'm, so locked into the whole world and what else is happening Mondays and whatever. But I used to save Monday and Tuesday grids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would solve the puzzles Wednesday through Saturday. And then when I had an idea, I would go through and see if I could find a, a grid that had three fifteens across it. Or, oh, okay. Um, a 15 and two 12s or, or whatever. And I didn't realize that there were any, and then I would, you know, I would adjust. I'd make another little black square here and another little one there or take one out. And I had zero clue that there was such a thing as a maximum amount of words <laughs> or that a maximum amount of uh, black squares involved. Um, I don't think you know, I had I a clue that there was I happily in my own little world, and also because I knew Will, I was able to write to him, um, I don't know if he'll kill me for saying this or not, but I would say, hey, I have this idea, and he would say, okay, go ahead, or he would say, no, it doesn't tickle me, which he still does, I mean, uh, 19, he still rejects probably 19 out of 20 of my ideas, the uh-huh. difference is, now, the last couple of years, he hasn't had time to yay or nay something. I have to create the entire puzzle. Oh, okay. And then if he says, nah, you know, or I don't get it, or or this phrase doesn't work for me, or whatever, I'm I'm, um, I'm <laughs> sort of screwed because <laughs> it's taken me like a hundred hours to make this thing. But but before I would have the confidence that he would say, yeah, that's a cute idea, and then I would sit down and make it. Uh, do you submit any place else besides the Times? Well, now I do. Oh, now you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that I don't go to the L.A. Times first, but every once in a while, um, yeah, I, I mean, of, of course, also to um, the Sun until um, until its, its recent demise. And uh-huh. it's very interesting there because, Peter, you can submit the idea. And not only does he take it, or not, and he he probably rejects ninety nine out of a hundred of my ideas. He uh-huh. he he just puts not for me. And actually, I complained to him recently. I'm like, you know, Peter, I've known you for twenty eight years, and you can't, you know. And I get these three word rejections. <laughs> and so he then the next one he sent to me, he just wrote. Uh, NFM. Oh, 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 you've been demoted from three words. <laughs> and then, and then um, another one that when I further complained, um, I got this extremely funny long rejection. You know, although there's a lot of light and loveliness and wordplay at this time, it's not meeting our needs. You know, it just went on for like two pages. <laughs> Peter Gordon is a funny guy. So, so the good thing is, knowing these guys and knowing them forever has made no difference. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm rejected. However, it does give me somebody I can whine to That's directly. Funny. It sounds like you guys might have been kind of like the, you know, the the Rat Pack or the Brat Pack of uh, crossword puzzles like 25 it. years ago. Uh, yeah, I think I wasn't. I think I I did for Games Magazine. I mostly did, you know, this word van appears in each of these phrases. So it would be like, uh, Wheel of Fortune host, Vanna White, you know, uh-huh. Sorry Night Painter, Van Go. And, and then, and I would call it, you know, Moving Right Along or whatever. And those were my puzzles. Those were these ones that were supposed to be so easy that you open the magazine and you go, hey, I can do that. <laughs> well, that was my introduction to puzzles. My mother was a, a Games Magazine subscriber for a long time, and, uh-huh. and and I am now, but when I was younger, you know, when when I guess when you were there designing the puzzles, if that was 25 years ago, that would have been when I was growing up, and uh, my mother would do the puzzles that interested her, which... I'm sorry to say it was probably not moving right along the the right. van theme, but you know me at age nine or ten, whatever I thought those were exactly right for me, and so that way we were able to share the magazine and that that's see that's beautiful that's that's my hope that's the same experience you know I sort of had with with my dad or what I think puzzles can be sure. really sharing uh and and 
you know, I think the most romantic moment I've ever had in my life is is doing the Sunday puzzle with the man I used to live with um, uh, in bed. Uh, you know, I mean, I just I and but. <laughs> It's it's been a problem the last like twenty years because I only go out with people who don't speak English. So <laughs> what? I'm sorry, that, you've now taken a big left turn into Nowhereville. <laughs> what is that by choice or? So I mean, you know, I, the, the my most recent beau, he, I can't even explain to him what a a crossword puzzle is. Because seriously, you only go out with people who don't speak English. And this is like you've chosen that criteria, or is there some other reason behind it? Well, they tend to be Italians. So. Oh, oh okay. well, there you go. <laughs> well, then there it so is. I have to say more. No, they. Um, I mean, it's just that it's interesting for me because my friends give me um, a lot of uh, something about that because you know my whole life is words, and then and then I can't even share the most fundamental thing I do. On the other hand, it makes sense because I go out with these people because I like languages and I like to travel and um, <laughs> and when we fight, I can just pretend it's some weird misunderstanding linguistically and it has nothing to do with how fundamentally incompatible we are. And, <laughs> you know, um, and, and every once in a while, you, you know, get to learn... Um, Hungarian or something. And <laughs> I, I went out with a. Uh, oh, where was Nikolai from? Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, I know how to say "blagodaria," which means "thank you," either in uh, Romanian or something. But anyway, they yeah. So so that's part of it. But and then recently, I and so that moving right along van thing is the same thing I'm experiencing as a Monday puzzle maker that um, uh, those who are super into puzzles uh, poo-poo them, and those who aren't uh, into puzzles, the New- the concept of even trying to do a New York Times Monday is too daunting. Mm-hmm. So, well, like, who are they for? <laughs> but I had this wonderful experience at the ACPT. Now, were you guys there? We yep. were there last year. Yeah, it was our first time there, but we were there this this past year. Yeah, and it was my first time there as well uh, because Will used one of my uh, puzzles for the opening puzzle. <gasps> That's and right. Was, oh, right. Of course, it had slipped my mind, but of course, it was it was the highlight of my life. Oh wow! Uh, um, sad as that sounds, <laughs> no, but to have to watch you know seven hundred people doing my puzzle at once. A, I, I, I had never seen anyone do one of my puzzles before. Uh-huh. But the other thing was that when they had that little award at the end for people's favorite puzzle, uh-huh. and of course I knew, you know, Merle, I mean, how could you not uh, vote for a Merle puzzle or a Michael Schenck? But I was, I was shocked how many people came up and said, I actually voted for you because yours was the only puzzle I could do. <laughs> um, and uh, and I thought, well, that's really sweet. I mean, again, it was that same. Uh, it was it was a tremendous acknowledgement um, of something I love to do that I had never had really positive feedback about before. Mm-hmm. Um, I joke with people. I tell them my own father when I got one in the New York Times, and he said, "What day?" And I said, "Monday." And he goes, "Well, let me know when it's a Friday." And hung up. <laughs> Oh my I think that <laughs> that's horrible. People should not poo-poo the the easy puzzles because a, a well-done easy puzzle I mean it's a confidence builder for people who like to also do the later ones. It's also uh, it serves as an entree into people who are just starting out. I mean and if they're well done then people just want to do more and more. I, I have yeah. o- I've often well, thought about and they're very hard to make which is what people don't realize because Will has been very nice about this, about acknowledging it in um, in public uh, or now and then. He'll he'll say because you know every word in it has to be gettable, and you run into corners where the only thing is going to work is the capital of Guam or something, and, uh-huh. and that's too hard. Right. So not only do you have to have the theme. Hopefully, be kind of fresh and bouncy, and you know whatever the criteria 
are, and um, but but then every single word has to be gettable. Right. And and that's that's like that's really sort of hard to do. It's it, it's a little bit. I don't want to say thankless because I have been being thanked. I mean, even just the fact that you guys are, are calling, um, I you know. I, I feel tremendously appreciated, but not before the blogs and things like that, you know, because you didn't, um, people who don't do puzzles at all, you know, are either very dismissive of puzzles, period. Right. I've or, or say, that. you know, oh, I thought computers made them. Or, uh, or they're so overwhelmed that you are someone who made a New York Times puzzle, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they don't necessarily uh, solve it. Right. So it's it's interesting, and that's why I've started collaborating as well, because um, some people want to, like with Patrick Blindauer, um, who's a friend, wanted to have the experience of making a Monday, which is a whole, I mean, that guy's a genius, but making a Monday puzzle was daunting for him, because it's a different, I, I hate the word skill set, but I'm, I'm going to use it anyway, Um <laughs> It's you know it's a different it's a whole different thing and um, and then for me um, he's been this godsend because for the first time I can have complicated ideas that I can't physically do mm-hmm. and he brings them uh, to the next level. So- um, and, and how, how does that you know, work exactly uh, with co- collaborating? Do you come up with a theme idea and and seek somebody out like Patrick? Well, it's been funny. It's I I've collaborated now. The last five puzzles I've done have been collaborations, mm-hmm. um, coincidentally, it, and that is because um, the cases with Michael Blake, uh, who lives here, is a man I met through these puzzle lunches I organize with. Um, some of the local constructors here. When I first got that, um, I had actually emailed Will about a Manny puzzle, uh, which was the most clever thing I had ever seen. Um, uh, I don't know if you did this puzzle. I don't remember how many years ago, but it was when Mars and Earth were coming within a million miles of each other. Uh-huh. Or something? Do you, do you remember that? I think I remember the science, but I certainly did not do the puzzle. I didn't start doing crosswords until about eight months ago. Oh, okay. Well, he... Oh, okay. So this is several years back. Uh-huh. He um, had a puzzle where um, the day that that phenomenon was happening, he had across the middle, it said, uh, the planets this puzzle is about, and it was like Mars and Earth. Uh-huh. Then he had the word Mars embedded in the phrase, and the word Earth embedded in the phrase, and they were touching each other. Uh-huh. And if that weren't enough, <laughs> he did it again below with two entirely different phrases. Wow, very so cool. So it'd be like hear the music or something, and you know the E A R T H. Uh huh. So I I was dumbstruck when I saw this puzzle, and I wrote to Will and I said. You know, now I get why you reject 19 out of 20 of my ideas. I mean, the person, this person had to know um, that this phenomenon was occurring. Uh-huh. Then they had to design this puzzle, and then they got Mars and Earth touching, and then they did it again. <laughs> so he forwarded the email to Manny. And then Manny wrote to me about my earthquake puzzle because he had remembered that. And then we discovered we both lived in San Francisco. And then it turns out that there were four or five other people who lived uh, in this area. So I started organizing these lunches. And at one of them, I met Michael Blake, who um, is, he loves all the minutiae of the online square cow and open grid you know all right. that stuff that I didn't even know existed. Uh-huh. So, but he had never been published. Um, he had uh, was doing an in-house magazine thing. So I sort of helped him, uh, and then and then he started helping me put things into compiler. Um, right. And then at a certain point, it's a very tricky thing when you decide. Okay, are we? Collaborating? Do we share 
the money part is easy because there's so little money involved <laughs> that we might as well split it in the credits. So with him, it sort of depends on who came up with the idea. We used to just sort of help each other out. I would go through his clues and um, make suggestions and uh -huh. likewise. Now, with Patrick, I have a whole different relationship. We we met as friends, and uh, I'm crazy about him. And, and after the ACPT, we had this idea sort of at the same time. We were having lunch, and um, I had this idea about, uh, you know, Trip Payne had um, made a little mistake. Right. And I was watching people go up and sort of pay their condolences. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, that's kind of a cute idea, you know, close but no cigar, you know, better luck next time. And so uh, Patrick and I were discussing all the things you say to someone, um, you know, we still love you. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. And, you know, we were busily counting how many of those had 15 letters, how many whatever. So that that was our first collaboration. It was like both of us coming up with with the idea, both of us doing every single clue together. Uh, and he's more, for me, he's more of a, you know, it's more of a gestalt thing. It's like um, we we egg each other on creatively. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then we work very organically. And mm -hmm. then hopefully, theoretically, the puzzle is better than either of us could have done on our own. Wow. Um, and then the puzzle ideas that are sort of mine, sometimes he'll help me throw it into the, the grid uh -huh. um, and won't take credit uh, because I, I'll have done it by hand and then he'll type it up. He'll, he'll put it in there for me um, uh, just to, as a time-saving thing. And, and then Michael Blake has tried to get me to learn how to use the computer thing. Um, How's that working? I I can't do it. It's just it's. I don't know what. I'm one of those people that if I look at the toaster oven, it breaks. Uh -huh. I'm not a. I'm not a, a a technical person. I I had a puzzle rejected because it had eighty words, and I was like, "What? You know uh -huh. who who counts the words? Like, what do you mean it has? Like, so what? <laughs> you know? So and then of course, but but the heroes for everybody are people like Kevin there who, you know, has six black squares, right. whatever it is. <laughs> now, I, I have a question. This is a little bit about collaboration and a little bit about two puzzles in particular that you've done. Um, now, you did one uh, by yourself and then one as a collaboration, both of which had very similar thematic structures, and one of them had uh, hack, heck, hick, hawk, and huck as right. the themes, and then the other one had pack, you know, peck, pick with, with a P instead of an H. And you, you did the one by yourself, and you did the other with Michael Blake. Both of those I found fascinating. And I think Ryan and I had talked on a previous podcast about whether there were any other uh, similar word structures that could work like that. I love that idea. I don't know why I think that's so much fun. But yeah, I, if I could do all of them like that, I would. The hard part was, you know, of course, Will said I had to do all five, and they had to be in alphabetical order. Right. Oh, right. Um, and so then, and it was Michael who pointed out to me that the, the I think it was originally Hackensack um, was the first one had to be the same amount of letters. I wanted Hackensack River, I think, and Huckleberry Finn, but mm. the H-A had to be the same amount of um, letters as the H-U entry, okay. and the H-E and the H-O, right, and then the H-I. Right. So I labored over that for a long, long, long time. So then I had the idea of doing pack um, and coming up with fun phrases. And the reason why that one's a collaboration is because Michael not only helped me physically put it in the grid, he made my original PI one was like pickled herrings or something. <laughs> and he changed it to pick of the litter. And right. helped, I think I had pack animal, and he either suggested pack a wallop, which became pack a punch. Anyway, by the time um, he had put it in the grid, he had made such a substantial, um, the puzzle would not have existed without his input, 
that I wanted to share the credit, share the everything. And he was very modest about it. He was like, no, 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 you know, I just put it, it's your idea, I just put it into the thing. But it wasn't true, because without him, I would never, it wouldn't have existed, period. And then again, it was a case where he made, he made the puzzle. It's, so that's the, that's the key part about collaboration is that, you know, that's when it's tricky. When is it just sort of your idea that someone as a friend has helped out? And mm-hmm. when is it a substantial, this is both of ours? And, you, and I'm doing one with this woman I met through Rex's blog, um, Jan Bruce, whom I've never even physically met or talked to. Mm-hmm. But she responded to one of my puzzles and had an idea about something. I said, okay, let's do it together. And so... It's well, as you guys know from collaborating on the show, it just takes um, it takes a lot of trust and a lot of humor and hopefully a lot of mutual respect and a, and a lot of not caring who gets exact credit for which thing. And as somebody like me, who's always been a solo performer, a solo everything, it's been a big transition. Mm-hmm. Um, to have to share, you know, I'm used to, I'll admit it, I'm used to like me, 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 me. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, but I've met these, um, you know, wonderful uh, uh, people who, it's been really fun. Uh Um, And it it works both ways. You know, on some projects it means it's half the work and half the time, half the pay. Right. Uh, and in other cases, it means like it was twice as fun, twice as good a puzzle, um, twice as, you know, exciting in terms of generating the next idea, mm-hmm. t- twice as, or a hundred times, you know, the, that that idea, as I mentioned, like with Patrick, where it just exceeds, we've worked together on this Sunday one that, you know, knock on wood, one day will be accepted, that... Um, I was like, how about if the grid looked like raw? And he was like, okay, how's this? You know, and he sends me back, and I was like, for me, I wanted to faint. It was was so much better than what I had vaguely conceived in my head. Uh So so that's the deal, I guess, on collaboration, is is that it's it's really... uh, It's, you know, it, it depends on how well you know each other and what the deal is, and what you can work out. There's people I wouldn't necessarily collaborate with. And Uh it was funny because somebody said to me, "Um, oh, good score to get Patrick to collaborate with you, sort of like implying that um, I was attaching myself to his coattails. (laughs) And I thought, yeah, right on. That's exactly what I'm doing. (laughs) But I mean, you know, I helped him get a Monday and he helped me have a Tuesday and <laughs> everybody's happy and we're trying to do this Sunday one together. He's he's big on he has a very close friend Tony Orbach and he's right. he's you know he does a lot of puzzles with Tony and I think that's what inspired me. They're really close friends. Um, they they have a really nice, trusting, lovely working relationship. The the thing that's tricky for me is being all the way out here. Right. Um, so you and, end up doing it all electronically. Setting up, you know, setting up this podcast. Uh, I mean, I know it's in the middle of the night for you guys. And right. Well, I, but I have found that that at least in our experience in the puzzle community, that it I've just I don't think I've ever met a more generous group of people who, uh, in terms of sharing credit or helping other people out, when we did our little puzzle tournament here, we did you know everybody donated their puzzles and. Didn't ask for any kind of payment, and right, right. They didn't. They didn't the first time. No, they didn't the first time. <laughs> but if we ever try to pull that off again, yeah, you probably... know, people are going to say, "Well, I don't know." <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it sounded a lot of fun. I saw pictures. I saw, you know, I read all about it, and yeah, I mean, you know, generally, as you know, I mean, it's people who like to do games. Now, it would be interesting to me if the stakes were higher. If they actually did pay us properly, if uh, people would um, be a little bit more something cutthroat, <laughs> yeah, maybe not cutthroat, but you know, but but something. I mean, it's it's sort of like they've brainwashed us. You know, unfortunately, 
or fortunately, I don't know how you want to look at it, but most of the people who do these things, of course we do it for fun and we do it out of love and uh, we're not people who are obviously into it for the money or whatever. But uh, that said, it's it's been taken advantage of um, to a certain extent by not properly uh, paying and not sharing um, the revenues and not doing a lot of things. I, I'm a... Uh, unfortunately a little bit of a rabble rouser rabble rouser in the constructor community because I'm trying to get people to assign a worth to it not in a not in a disgusting money grabbing way but just like if you're going to resell it a hundred times and put it on cookie jars you know let's share that right I mean you know it's the same I mean that's to me that's just wrong uh, but every field I've been in has been like that. It was the same when I was in stand-up. It was the same when I wrote for TV, and I'm in the Writers Guild. It was the same issues there, not to get all bitter on everybody. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, share the wealth, right. please, you know, especially when it's your idea. But, you know, writers have always, people who aren't creative, um, a lot of times don't appreciate, uh, even the naming. People say, hey, let's, let's, buy a pizza and a couple of beers and we'll come up with a great name for our company. And uh-huh. yes, a lot of times that's exactly how a great one can come up, but it's a lot of times it's a lot harder than that. Um, and it can make or break a company, mm-hmm. what the name is, and, you know, share. <laughs> I guess that's the bottom line. That's the message I'd like to impart tonight. <laughs> the moral of this episode is share. Share. So so I think, I mean, but it is it is wonderful. You know, I, I have to admit I am trying to get somebody like Patrick, who I just think is a genius beyond genius. I gave him a little bit of crap for when he was on your podcast and was listing all his favorite constructors. I don't, I don't think I even, <laughs> somehow I didn't come up. But, yeah, interesting. Um, but mm. I am trying to get him to um, be cognizant of what he's got going mm-hmm. and, and what he's happy to give away. Um, and I think, I think we should, I th- you know, I don't mind, I guess what I'd like to clarify about this is like, I don't mind giving away, but then it should all be free, you know? Right. Don't, don't charge the syndicated papers to, to publish it, um, or, or something, you know, give away the calendars. If it's going to be free, you're not going to pay the creators, then, you know, have it be free. Whether It's just bad when I think it's sometimes disproportionately, and I'm not even talking for my things. I mean, I've only made, you know, a dozen puzzles or whatever. I'm talking about these people who have created a hundred puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, if you ask anyone outside the puzzle community, um, how much do you think I get paid for a New York Times puzzle or something? Nobody ever guesses below 500 or or $1,000. Right. Ever. Yeah, I wouldn't have before I, I, I knew what the, the deal was. Yeah. So to have, I have one coming out that I am sharing credit with, with Miles Callum in mm-hmm. uh, the LA Times. We're splitting sixty bucks. Wow. Yeah, I, I I wonder uh, why the 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 price has not gone up. It seems. Well, it it went up. Uh, it went up. You know, um, when the sun came into the picture mm-hmm. and you know it's been bumped up and and as I've been patiently explained to although I still whine about it you know they get 75 puzzles for each one they print so mm-hmm. it's not like they have to pay right so they could pay zero mm-hmm. and people would still uh, submit them you know that's a and and b um, papers are going out of business left and right so in some ways we're lucky to even have a place Right. Um, to publish. Well, I, 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 I can definitely sympathize with you. I've been an actor in, in New York for 14 years, and I think I've made total about uh, $700. Uh, you know. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, I think I've probably made about the same as a songwriter. Right. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> We're right there with you. That's why I appreciate that I'm getting a thousand dollars for this podcast because you <laughs> oh, know otherwise uh, I don't know how I <laughs> right exactly <laughs> my that rent this month yeah that check is on its way yeah I think we sent it to Nikolai 
<laughs> but, but in all seriousness, you know, I don't mean to be bitter about it. As I said, this, getting a puzzle in the in the paper um, is is the thing I'm literally the most proud of of everything or anything I've ever done in my entire life, and that's. But that is why I go completely nuts when they reprint it in some of these smaller papers, and they. They take off the byline. I mean, everybody's only doing it practically for their byline. Right. Sure. I, I read. I read the. There was a big email thread on the Cruciverb uh, mailing list that was this subject, right? Right. And uh, yeah, I was keeping up with some of that for a little while and agreed with it completely. It's ludicrous that when something's been created by a person, that that person's name isn't at the very least attached to it. Yeah. Yeah, and will at least. Will was the first one to give a byline to the uh, constructor in the Times, and then um, and then has recently moved it, you know, above the puzzle in uh, writing that you can actually read. <laughs> yes, a big enough font. Yes. <laughs> so you know that that's been great, and sometimes it only takes one call to an editor. In the San Francisco paper here, they reprint the LA Times puzzle. Which I have to say, I didn't realize it until my own puzzle appeared, and uh-huh. then there was no byline. And uh, I wrote to the editor and said, "You know, what are you guys doing? I mean, that's ridiculous." And they apologized, and it now appears daily. So, um, so you know, chalk one up, yeah, little yeah, guy. Wow. <laughs> you can make a difference, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I, you know, I have I have one totally unrelated to everything we've been talking about. I don't mean to be too chan- tangential. I was doing one of your puzzles, and I don't understand the theme, and I hope you can explain it to me. Oh, okay. Um, it, it was from earlier this year. It was a Monday on January 21st, 2008, and the, the long answers were win by a nose, lose one's balance, and draw a blank. Yes. I, I don't understand. What, what? Well, uh, win, lose, or draw is an expression. Oh, of course. Win, lose, or draw. Okay. Wow. Here, I'm looking at, like, nose, and then ones, lose one's balance. That's an anagram of nose, and then oh, that's interesting. draw that's a blank. And, and I just, I thought, maybe, like, draw is, like, Spanish for nose or something. <laughs> like I had no, I didn't know what I was doing, but... I'm kind of stupid, so really, you can't you know, rely on me. You know, it's, it's interesting. If, if um, you know, ideally, it would be fabulous if the third one um, was also yet another anagram of the ones and the nose. Yeah, and the sort of eons, <laughs> you know. To you know. Have it be uh, an extra level, but that's all that was. I, all right. I tend to take, or initially used to just... Um, take expressions where there were three things and, um, uh, you know, and then, this, uh, so that's all that was. Oh, well, thank you. F- no, thanks for... Draws. I tried recently to make one, one lost and drew. Very <laughs> more lost in Yonkers. It was uh, one, the lottery, but it was rejected because one, the lottery was two on the nose. And when lost and drew wasn't really in the language. I mean, it's it's fascinating um, why things get rejected. I had my favorite puzzle was rejected by the New York Times. It was four people whose names were Fields and Meadows. It was Heath Ledger, uh, Tim Meadows, Sally Field, and uh, Leah Thompson. Uh huh. Oh. Okay. And um, and they were the right amount of letters and blah 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 and. Um, uh, I got it rejected by the Times because he said, you know, uh, I think it was that Meadows had an S, but Sally Field did not. Oh. Um, and that, you know, Leah Thompson, um, L-E-A, was, uh, she wasn't as well-known. You know, whatever. I mean, it's, it's, huh. it's crushing. Mm. I have had things rejected because one was plural, and the others weren't. It's it's. You would be amazed <laughs> what what goes into having. Uh, I mean, I'm starting to get it more and more, which is why I think I've had more this year than in the last 15 years because uh-huh. I I'm now aware that there are rules, right? And um, I'm a little uh, less likely to do one that I don't think is going to work. But, you know, I, I've had to redo them, too. I had one that was uh, royal titles. It was um, uh, the Scorpion King, the African Queen, the Little Prince. 
Right, right. And when I first made the puzzle, the African queen was on top because I needed the queue up there. It was hard to have the queue in the middle and blah, blah, blah. And Will said, no, you know, unless it's king, queen, prince, or prince, queen, king, no. Oh, really? Interesting. They, they had yeah. to be in, in rank order. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that's something I would never even notice. No. Well, come on. You never even noticed that they were all the same length before. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Oh. And people don't notice that there's a theme. So, you know, it all... Do you notice there's a theme, right? I did notice that. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, so <laughs> that's okay. It's okay, you know, as long as it's enjoyable on, on some level. And then all the other stuff should just be kind of, for me, like... Uh, Dianus, uh, you know, that it's like, well, that would have been enough, but look, there's also this, you know, or, or so that, so that when you point out that hack, 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 or whatever was actually in alphabetical order, then people get that extra like, oh, you know, and that's, (laughs) I think that's what Will is going for. Sure. I I like the alphabetical order. I seem to recall when uh, we were podcasting about, I think it was the pack, peck, pick puzzle. Uh-huh. Uh, Ryan had quite a difficult time explaining the theme on I, our, podca- I, I on our did, podcast. But but, uh, but I still enjoyed it, despite Ryan's inability to I, summarize I'm, the theme. I'm in very nice bad at sentence. summarizing and explaining things. <laughs> I'm using this phone call to tease Ryan. It's not really fair. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know it's I mean it is a little devastating. I tried to experience being on the solving end at the little uh, tournament they did out here, uh-huh. and because it was about time, um, it was quite easy to miss the fact that there was a theme. Mm-hmm. You know, people were just so crazily filling in things right. that there was no time to enjoy um, that. And I was shocked again to hear how many people came out afterwards and said, oh, there was a theme to that? And we were like, yeah, there was stag, deer, doe, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And then, whereas today's puzzle, did you do, um, yes, you did Kevin's K puzzle, which wasn't themed, but there were 11 Ks in there. Oh, okay. I don't know if I didn't. I used that to help me solve, you know, they had something like uh, bike maker, and I was thinking Schwinn until I noticed all these K's in the puzzle, and I thought, oh, maybe it is uh, Kawasaki or, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Well, this so was just a, it, a day ago. It could be used as a tool also to help you. Right. Did, was this, this was this week, this Kawasaki. It was uh, today's. This was, t- <laughs> I, I did this puzzle, but there were 11 K's in that puzzle? There are, <laughs> see, there you go. Wait, what? Yeah. I mean, it happens that there are. Wait, 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 no, today is a Friday. There's no theme on Friday. I know. Normally, and, it, and it's not a theme. I think it was just something that Kevin did, but... Just a narcissistic thing, because his name starts with a K. You know, and again, we can look at it as narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> we can look at it as putting San Andreas' fault in the middle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's, um, but because I knew that he's, clever enough to use K's and Q's and X's and whatever, that when I got stuck, I would try and think of, because he had another one where it was about um, plays where the men play the parts of the women, right. and yep. I was thinking something Shakespearean. So was I. So and was it, I. Was, it was Kabuki. Right. I got that one. I got Kabuki. I got Kabuki right. eventually. And, and it was helpful, you know, because you're going, okay, it's a Kevin puzzle, um, that's, that's the thing. There's a few constructors um, that once you kind of know a little bit of their style, well, you've pointed this out in your blog, that, you know, then uh, you can get a sense of where the puzzle is maybe going. Right. Well, now tell us just quickly, we're, we're going to have to uh, wrap this up soon, but I do want to tap into quickly uh, other constructors who you've either learned from or admired over the years or whatever, or, or gleaned something from their style and maybe stolen it as your own. I don't know. <laughs> well, I again, I, I'm embarrassed to say that I used to not notice bylines or that someone did whatever until that Manny Nozowski puzzle. And um, and and then it was like, oh my God, who is this guy? Of course, Merle um, Regal has such a style and wit to his. But I'm not 
I think deep down, I'm not really a constructor. I'm I'm a solver who occasionally has ideas. Uh-huh. So I haven't. I have to be honest. I haven't looked um, to to construction. I I can appreciate. Okay, this person did you know six black squares, but I'm so not into that. Um, I'm all about the theme, and. Um, and that's why I'll always be a Monday Tuesday gal. <laughs> sure. I like just simple, fun little themes because it's already challenging enough as as I said to get the the letter numbers to match. So, um, but again, I mean, yes, I I do happen to think um, you know Patrick is obviously one of my um, favorite people, and um, uh, I mean, I get I get excited sort of whoever it is now. I mean, now that there are some faces to names or, or whatever. Um, but I think especially because the, the computer has taken over so much of it, it is hard sometimes to recognize somebody's style. Mm-hmm. I don't even in my own pile, uh, in my own puzzles, if the computer has filled in a corner, I, I don't even feel like it's mine. Uh-huh. Sure. Constructed by Andrea Carla Michaels and a computer. Yeah, you, have to you pay know, the computer it, half it didn't of your fill because I couldn't think of a word that started with K and ended with I. But as a result, um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't feel as real to me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I will probably continue to just do them by by hand. Sure, sure. Because otherwise, what's the thrill? You know, I mean, it fills it in for you, and then you define them. Unless you're into the clever clues, and sadly, I'm I'm not. I mean, you would think I would be because of all the wordplay. I like, as a solver, trying to figure out what the heck they're talking about. But as a uh, constructor, I like mine to be, um, and I ha- I've been forced to be, as a Monday person, extremely straightforward. So any cleverness at all has to come from the, um, the theme. Mm-hmm. You gotcha. know, so that's where I am with that. Is that disappointing that I'm not reeling off the name of all these constructors I love? No, no, no there's nothing disappointing about it. I'm just, I'm asking questions. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I play the I piano mean, for a living. I don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> well, you know, I, it's, it's fun though. I think Will has been much more open to um, uh, different people's style now, and I, I think the puzzle is hipper and um, more youthful. Uh, than it's been, and um, we we had a knockdown drag out fight over Hello Kitty a couple of years ago, and I used that to lie <laughs> to him. He had never heard it before, and Will Shorts had never heard of Hello Kitty. Nope. And <laughs> wow, and that led to a knockdown, knockout, drag down <laughs> fight. Like wow, we're gonna have to have you on for another interview at some point so we can hear the play by play of that battle royale. <laughs> marks to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> definitely another interview yeah, is in store. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. Oh, thank you, guys. That's It's fun. I, I'm going to, you know, try harder now just because I know eyes are on us. Yes, we're very critical, the two of us. We, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But no, no more criticism of you and your work. Now, now you're you're on the good list yes. here at Ryan and Brian's podcast. No, no, keep criticizing. Seriously, I'm all for that. I think it's the only way we learn. I can't bear when people are uh, touchy about that. I think it's the best thing that's ever happened. It's bumped everybody up a notch. All right. Well, then we'll be severely yeah, harsh. We will be extremely critical of your next puzzle, whenever it may be. We can't wait. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much, Andrea. This has been such a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, let me know. Uh, I'll look forward to seeing you in person, I hope, um, at the ACPT, which I'd like to rename, by the way. I want to go on record. He won't let me rename it. Well, we could start a little grassroots movement. If you come up with a name, uh, you know, we'll help spread it around. Definitely. We like causing trouble. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right, troublemakers. (laughs) Have yourself a wonderful evening. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. So long. Okay. Okay, good night. Andrea Carla Michaels. Wow, that was fantastic. That was. Absolutely fantastic. Once again, uh, somebody on the program, smarter and more charming 
and with a better personality than either of us. Absolutely. Than both of us put together. Put together. I think so. Yes. Yeah. My favorite line of the night, uh, where was Nikolai from? I think <laughs> that, that was probably... Uh, well, that's going to be the mystery that we'll leave our listeners with, our viewers, <laughs> our viewers, uh, is where was Nikolai from? If you have a, an insight as to where Nikolai was from, or if you are Nikolai, then uh, write to us at rbxblog at gmail.com yes. and tell us your feelings about Nikolai or anything you heard this evening. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, I don't know that I, I don't know that I have much else to add. This has been a nice, uh, complete show, mostly not us, <laughs> which I think is great. That's brilliant. Um, I don't know. Uh, all right. Um, oh, I am doing the cherry orchard. Oh, Ryan is starring in the <laughs> cherry orchard. I am not starring in the cherry Ryan orchard. Ryan is playing the orchard. I am playing the orchard, and we uh, open in uh, a week from Friday. So I what's guess the date? Tell us the date. I yeah. don't know the date. One week from Friday? Like is one week from this coming Friday? Two weeks from today, I guess. No, 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 no. No, today is Monday. All so, right, sorry. Uh, you're saying today November twenty first. November twenty first. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving. We have. It's only that weekend. Friday, it's, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We have Friday and Saturday at eight. Saturday and Sunday at 3. And do you want to tell anybody like where this is or just that it's happening? It's at Columbia University. That's and in if New anybody, York City. If anybody's interested, uh, email us at rbxblog at gmail.com and I'll get you all the information. Excellent, excellent. Okay. I will be definitely attending at least one performance of that. I think you'll be, you're supposed to attend all four. Uh, well, um, hmm, that's quite a conundrum because that won't happen. <laughs> uh Okay. <laughs> well, that's an awkward way to end the show. I guess maybe it is. I'm not doing any shows, so I have absolutely nothing to announce. See, it's usually you're doing the shows and I'm not doing the shows. Correct. Right now, I'm not doing a show. And I am doing a show. It's very weird. It's flipped. I feel like it's like Freaky Friday. It is like Freaky you're Friday. You're Jodie Foster and I'm and Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm Lindsay Lohan. And then I'm... Who else was in it? Patty Duke? I'm Patty Duke. What? Was Patty Duke in it? Maybe. I don't know. In the original. Maybe. I thought Jodie Foster was in the original. Jodie Foster, but who was the the mother? Oh, that's a see. There's a mystery also. So, a where is Nikolai from? And B, who played Jodie Foster's mom in the first Freaky Friday? Yeah. If you know the answers to both of these questions, no fair just chiming in with one answer. But if you know both of these answers, and you're the fourth caller, and you're the fourth caller, uh, we have a, a prize for you. We do. Yeah. It's not a very good prize, but no. it's a prize nonetheless. Uh, this is now the longest podcast we've ever done, so we're going to wrap things up. All right. What do you think? Yes. We're done? We are done. Are we finished? We are finished. Okay. Goodbye. Have a wonderful week. You too. No, no, oh, no, we... no. I'm saying that to the viewers. Viewers, have a wonderful week. You too. No, no, no. Viewers, have a wonderful week. Viewers, you have a wonderful week. What, what are you doing? I'm responding. No, stop responding. What's I'm... with all the talking? What do you think you're doing? A podcast? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what I was doing. Really? Back in your, back in your cage. Yes, get out now.